Hey everyone, this is Eric Meyer, president of High Ground Dairy, bringing you our second episode of The Dairy Skim, a brief audio snapshot breaking down one of the dairy industry's latest reports. Today, Lucas Fees, High Ground's senior director of market intelligence, will take a look under the hood of the October 2022 U.S. cold storage report, which provides us with a month-end review of ending stocks for both cheese and butter. Lucas, before we jump into the report, what is your favorite food item on the Thanksgiving Day menu? <laughs> well, it's a little bit difficult to choose sometimes, but I think that stuffing is probably the best. Or, I mean, basically any carb that will inevitably end up on my plate. But indeed, I'm very excited for Thursday. Awesome. I would, I'm not, that's not my wheelhouse there. I prefer the turkey and the broccoli cheese casserole and all of the potatoes. <laughs> But anyway, let's dig into the cold storage report that was released a few minutes ago. With how expensive CME spot butter has been throughout 2022 and setting all-time records just over two months ago, I would have expected a larger drawdown from September. What did you see in the data? Yeah, it was a little bit surprising to see that stocks just dropped 28 million pounds in October. That is the smallest October drawdown since back in 2015, which curiously is another one of those really high price butter years that we've seen. Going into this report, before we got this data today, I was kind of taking a look and the five-year average drawdown is uh, about 47 million pounds. So almost a 20 million pound miss here versus that five-year average. I think a little bit bearish here towards markets. And yeah, as you mentioned, that record price that we saw several weeks ago, I would have expected a pretty uh, significant drawdown here this month and into November, and ultimately probably getting us down to what I thought was maybe a, a 150 to 175 million pound mark into uh, November and December. But with this smaller drop, I'm not quite sure that we will get there at this point. I'll be really curious to read the analysis here later on today once we publish that on our website and looking at some of the charts that we've seen. Obviously, you can't communicate visually what a chart looks like on audio, but very interesting that both 2014 and 2015, before the ball dropped when it came to prices, we also saw uh, inventory drawdowns on a monthly basis that were below expectations. Specific to cheese, anything catch your eye that was out of line? Walk through the data with us. Yeah, I think cheese looked fairly normal, actually, both when we view this on a total cheese basis, which kind of includes, you know, all the varieties that we're looking at. And then also specifically on a natural American cheese basis, of course, that CME traded product, those drawdowns in October, uh, just about as expected from high grounds expectations before the report and then aligned with the five year average as well. I think probably one of the more interesting points here is American style cheese stocks have now been below prior year levels for two months and total cheese stocks, while just slightly, they did actually dip below prior year as well for the first time since back in March, kind of over a several month trend, just uh, sticking to kind of those seasonal norms here, trending a little bit lower versus the yearly highs that we saw in both of those specific categories earlier this year in the summer months. Thanks, Lucas. The USDA isn't done messing with us with this latest solicitation. They threw a lot of money in the headline a few weeks back, then published volume data last Friday in their actual solicitation that looked completely inconsequential. Now this week, they've confused us once again. What's the latest out of the USDA on their new food purchase program for the next two fiscal years? 
Well, I'm happy to tell you what I know, but I'm not confident at this point that even USDA knows exactly what they're looking for based on what we've seen. As a reminder to listeners, uh, this is the uh, $1 billion in uh, spending that USDA has allotted towards food purchasing. It was announced in September and teased to us earlier this month on November 8th in a pre-solicitation announcement. Last week, we did, as you mentioned, get those solicitations that were for natural and processed cheese that looked very tiny based on what we had expected uh, when looking at the amount of money USDA was putting towards this program. However, yesterday, yes, as you mentioned, a little bit more confusion. USDA kind of widened that delivery window a little bit now from March to September and also said that for cheese companies interested in responding to the solicitation, they can offer quantities that are larger than what USDA kind of specifically listed in the, the actual data. And then even more of a question mark is they had a refrigerated item category that said the maximum pound award is now 30 million pounds, but they did not necessarily specify exactly what refrigerated products qualify under that. I think bottom line here, uh, we'll wait to kind of see exactly where some of these bids shake out, but overall, I think still much less consequential to the market than initially feared when we heard a number that was like a $1 billion spend on uh, dairy, meat, and poultry products. And we await the fluid milk solicitation, which adds even more confusion because nothing's been published yet on that either. We've got one more trading day here at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange for both CME spot and futures before we go on holiday for both Thursday and Friday to celebrate U.S. Thanksgiving holiday. The market will be a normal close at 4 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday and then closed all day Thursday, Friday, reopening on Sunday evening at 5 o'clock Central Time with a normal trading hours uh, back next Monday. That said, a lot of people on holiday a lot of information and government reports and analysis and fundamentals that could impact these markets either way. When a lot of participants are away from the market, uh, it never surprises us to see enhanced volatility. And we're certainly seeing that in the butter markets uh, as well as some of the other markets here. So very possible that tomorrow as well as next week could provide some real fireworks in the markets. Thanks again for tuning in to The Dairy Skim, and don't hesitate to send feedback our way as to how we can best improve this audio commentary. Have a great Thanksgiving holiday to you and yours. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.